now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Ladies and gents, welcome back to another epi. The boys are here. This episode is brought to you by the new movement we started. It's hashtag Get John on the Sticks tonight. We are also presented by Rogaine. Uh, John's hair has been looking a little thin recently. Um, but yeah, another day, another dollar, another week. Um, we're ready to go. We've got four teams left in the NFL. We've got hockey picking up. We've got college basketball picking up. We've got Tennessee just sending recruits money in McDonald's bags. We, we've got it all for you today. Um, but first, we start with the NFL. Most important, four teams left. We have the Bills. We have the Dolphins. Kidding. We have the Chiefs. We have, who do we have? Tampa Bay, and we have Green Bay. Boys, let's start with this. Four teams. Who is your pick right now to win the Super Bowl? Mine is, I think, Green Bay. Watching them last three weeks, they're unbelievable. I think Green Bay is the favorite. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? All right. Well, you talk for the first five minutes. You're so good at that. I know. Uh, I love it. Uh, it all about me. The hair comment was total cheap shot, uncalled for. Not necessarily true. Hair's really long right now. I actually probably need to get a haircut. So I wanted to address that. Uh, the Packers, Chad. You see, yeah. you've been critical of the Packers consistently over the year. In Matt's ear constantly. Yep. And now you're going to kick this off by saying that you're picking them to win the Super Bowl. What's they have problem? the most stable. They have the most stable offense, and honestly, they might have the best defense of the four teams left. That chemistry with Rodgers and um, Devontae Adams is something that is fun to watch, to say the least. I don't think anyone can stop them. Um, and Buffalo. So it. To me, it was between Green Bay and Kansas City. At this point, I'm kind of down on Buffalo. I just haven't been impressed with them the last two weeks, and I really need to see Buffalo lose, bottom line. I, I, I can't take it any longer. I'm so over the Buffalo Bills. I we need them gone. I'm going to cut you off because you keep talking. You just, you, just, you just go. You just go, go, go. Green light, green light, go, 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 which I ad- admire about you. Um. I would also say the Packers, which is why I'm frustrated that you're on the Packers. Um, I have a Super Bowl future bet with Packers-Bills. I don't really, you know, I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm supposed to hate the Bills. I don't really care. Uh, I think they're fun to watch. I can appreciate that. I kind of tune out all the noise because I just honestly care about you myself. Were like, you were like Bills Mafia last weekend. That kind of pissed me off. Can't just do that as a Dolphins fan. It's yeah, I hit bullshit. their money line, dude. That's what I... Listen, I don't care. Uh, they're fun to watch, like I said. Um, I really only care about myself and what I care about at the moment, um, which might sound selfish, but it really takes away a lot of stress. Like, I just, I know all the Bills fans, you get all frustrated by them. I don't really give a fuck. Connor, take the mic from me. Well, I, I just feel really bad for Packers fans out there because there's absolutely no shot in hell they win the Super Bowl with 
both of your endorsements now. There's just yeah, I know. That's why little I'm little to no chance that that happens. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, if I'm on him, that's fine. But now Chad's got the kiss of death on yeah. the Packers, and Matt's probably yeah. pissed off. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm receiving texts right now from Matt as he's listening to this uh, about how Chad has flip flopped on the Packers here this season. That's just unbelievable. But yeah, it's very, so it is very I'll, on brand. It's on brand, Connor. It is very on brand. I mean, this is the same guy that had the Rams winning the Super Bowl last year, and they missed the playoffs. Um, I want to preface my Super Bowl pick by saying that there is a 100% chance Patrick Mahomes plays this weekend. And if you think otherwise, you are you just don't get how the NFL works. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs to repeat, go back-to-back. <clears throat> Bills have been outgained their first two games of the playoffs. Uh, there's only that's only happened two other times when a team's made the the championship game, getting outgained in the first two games. Both teams ended up losing. Uh, it was the Tennessee Titans last year and the I believe 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars. So I expect the Bills to lose this weekend. And quite frankly, I also I know we haven't gotten to our picks for the game, but I I don't think Green Bay beats the Buccaneers this weekend, setting up for a another Tom versus Mahomes Super Bowl. Connor, I know even, you. They didn't even in play the in the past, Super Bowl before, but they will. You in the past just can't stand Brady winning in the playoffs. Are you uh, feeling the same way right now? Are you so over Brady at this point? How are you feeling? He's goaded. He's so goaded at this point that when they beat us, when they came back from twenty-eight to three, like I had two options. Well, I had multiple options. I could either end my life. That didn't happen. <laughs> I <laughs> I could I could not be a Falcons fan anymore or I could just resent Brady for the rest of my life. I don't want to do any of those. So uh, I just have a lot of respect for Brady late in the season. Uh, I think they're clicking to your point previously. I think <laughs> their defense is the best left in the playoffs. Um, Connor, yeah, I, just, I don't know. You, you, I'm just glad you have a strong support system um, where you're still here and everything is all good. Yeah, that was a dark day, but we got through it. Um, you're a gift. To be honest, I am a gift. Yeah, that's like you're the one good thing that came out of it. The, to be honest, typically I would be rooting against Brady, but I'm like, I'm with you, Chad. I need the Bills to lose so bad. There is no shot in hell I can allow my fellow friends and Bills fans to have a Super Bowl before the Falcons. That just can't happen. So. I, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm glad they get a little run, but they just can't, they can't go all the way. Like the same yeah. thing when, when the Eagles won, I was pissed off too. Cause like I have friends that are Eagles fans. I didn't want that to happen either. It's fun until they actually win it. Do you hate seeing Mike succeed? Really, a lot, yeah. Hate it. That's pretty funny. Chad, did you just yawn like about a minute ago on air? No, that was a stretch. I don't have any, I, you know, my yawns come in waves. I don't have any yawns in my system right now. They could develop, but. You're doing it. You are doing it. You just I just yawned. Is it because you're thinking about it? It's like a mental thing, you know, if you see someone yawn. So I'm trying to tune it out myself. Um. Yeah, were there any surprises you guys thought out of the uh, the divisional round? 
Nothing really surprised me. I actually went four and zero on sides, uh, so nothing, literally nothing surprised me. Uh, yeah, I overall I've had a, a pretty rough time betting NFL playoffs this year. NFL uh, playoffs has kept me out of like. I, I I bet against the Bills last week. I had some friends text me all upset. I told them honestly, I'm doing you a huge favor, taking the Ravens. Uh, Bills ended up winning. One thing that didn't surprise me once again, Lamar Jackson. He can't do it in the playoffs. In the big moments, he can't do it. He had a horrendous pick six. I hope he's all right. He did end up getting hurt that game. Tyler Huntley came in and actually looked admirable. But the Bills' red zone defense surprised me um, in general. They, they held strong a few times. That game was wonky overall, though. With like The wind seemed to really be affecting things. So I don't know how much was the, the defenses in that game versus just odd conditions. I'll tell you what was wonky, my headspace that night about that that game time when roughly when it was ending. After a lot of Bud Lights. Yeah, I mean I have my fair share of Bud Lights too. Um No, I lied. I didn't have Bud Lights. I was having a craft beer, but it was like really cheap, basically Bud Light. <laughs> you guys have these bars where it's a self serve beer wall? You guys have those where yes. you live? No, yeah, I mean they're not. You get a wristband. Right you yes, put do. the wristband yeah. over the ma- like magnetize you, and then you pull the levers like self serve. It's, it's it's the best. I love it. It's the best concept. You don't have to wait in line. Well, nothing bothers me more when I'm I'm out drinking and I have to constantly wait on either the bartender or the waiter or waitress to get me another drink. You know what I mean? I know. I Chad, agree. You stop yawning. But I agree completely. Stop yawning over there. You're unbelievable. I'm you need sorry. a self-serve beer tap right now. That one snuck that. out. Um, the other thing that surprised me, uh, this well, I don't even know if it did surprise me. The Saints just laid a, a dud overall. Drew Brees, hell of a career. Probably best he hangs him up after that game. Uh, I mean, Jameis Winston comes in for one play and throws a touchdown. That's all you, all you need to know. I'm honestly more scared to play the Saints next year without Drew Brees than I was this year. Jameis' eyes are fixed, and we didn't even get to see the full potential. So he had a year to adjust to his newly fixed eyes, and next year he's going to be a problem probably. Can you stop talking with food in your mouth? I don't have food in my mouth. <laughs> my question, this what is, we don't, about, have to, we don't have to hang on this a long time. Do Are they going to go with Taysom Hill or Jameis next year? Oh, it's got to be Jameis. I mean, Hill started every game Breeze was out this year. Yeah, no, I I think it's Jameis. I don't. I just don't think Taysom is good enough throwing the football to be a viable full-time starter. I think in the case with Breeze out a little over a month, they were able to plug him in because he knew the offense, and they were already in a good spot in the division where um, they could just you know go with the low upside Taysom Hill at that point and uh, still churn out some wins. Um, I fully expect to see Jameis as a full-time starter next year, and it may give Sean Payton several heart attacks. Um, but they're but worth the I, fun. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a fun factor involved with Jameis that you just can't turn away from. Uh, in related like, news, in related got, news. Go ahead. Drew Brees retiring. Philip Rivers announces retirement today. I really don't want to get into the Hall of Fame debate. I had my fair share over text message today. Get riled up, you and Woodland. Bottom line. He played a great 17 seasons. I also wonder if he intentionally made it to 17 for his jersey number. I don't know. Whoa. But 
Just want to congratulate Rivers on a uh, a great career, even though I don't love him. I don't love Drew Brees either, but also a great career. Um, John, I'll let you go, and then I think we time to actually dive into some of these conference yeah. championship games. Yeah, uh, I don't have much. It's going to look different, though, without Rivers and Breeze. Do you think that New Orleans drafts a quarterback? I do. They'll definitely draft they have a quarterback. To. may not be early, the but they round? will. That's the thing. Yeah. In the first round, they trade up, maybe? What are they thinking? You don't know. Well, at the um, deeper, it's still very early. To I, I'll tell you what. The Saints have a very solid roster, so they could afford to take a QB that you know, early. You know who they should try to get? You know what would be electric in a Saints uniform is Matthew Stafford. That would be fun. That that would be a really good team. If, they, if Matthew Stafford found himself in Sean Payton's offense with Kamara and Michael Thomas, I'm, they'd be a good team. He deserves better. He they deserves. would. They would really keep an eye out on that. You heard it here first. January 20th, 2021, John Clemens is reporting that Matthew Stafford should go to the Saints. Yeah, and I'm reporting that I should win every bet. uh, (laughs) You like how I reported that? Yeah. As you can tell, I am a reporter. Uh, Speaking of of quarterbacks, real quick, because it came to my mind, uh, odds for Deshaun Watson's next team released, Texans favored to keep him at plus 100. Dolphins and Jets tied at plus 400 uh, second. Falcons way down the list. We don't have to talk about them. At this moment in time, are you realistically expecting Deshaun Watson to be your starting quarterback next year? I'm like 20%. I'm like 12%. (laughs) No. Um, I think it all depends on how much they want. I was saying this to like Matt, Dan, Anthony. They're all talking about when, like, the, when they first were saying that Miami might be interested. It's like I, you've been through so much as a fan of bad teams that like you cannot get excited about things like that at all. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, they're also Miami's in a very unique position where they will be fine. I think either way. Now the only. Si- if if the Jets end up with Deshaun Watson, that would be the only situation where I, I have problems. Or the Patriots, whom haven't been talked about as much, but I mean, Jesus Christ, for the past, they go out and get anyone, anyone, wherever they want. If if Deshaun Watson ends up on in the AFC East, not on the Dolphins, that's a nightmare scenario. It's a nightmare scenario. That is the only situation where if like that, yeah, you catch wind of that, I think Miami's got to kind of go for it. But I don't want them to just give up like four first round picks. When you have a guy in Tua who, and this is gonna people are gonna hate this, who could be that he could turn into a top ten, top top ten quarterback. I'll say top ten quarterback. <laughs> I I mean Chad, you look at Chad, your your negativity and like counting guy out after ten starts is absurd. Josh Allen's a top five quarterback. His rookie season ended. You were one of the ones saying this guy shouldn't even be starting the NFL. Like stop. He's played ten games. Stop. You, the you the difference is. Like, don't Josh Allen always had that. Oh, you know, shut up, dude. Shut up. No, no, <laughs> listen, no. No, no, listen. no. No, no, Where, no. No, stop. What Do not good, go. No, 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 no. You can't what even good trait? You were on this very what? show no, telling us that Josh yeah, Allen Jack. couldn't hit the ocean with a football. cannot. <laughs> any comments on Josh couldn't. Allen. No, absolutely not. No, you're the biggest critic out of everyone. Get the hell out of here. Done. Moving on. We got to preview these games. I can't. We can't keep doing this. 
preview the games, Chad. Absolutely egregious. All around. Unbelievable. Listen, I'm man. Sick of the, I'm sick of walking back things you said. You can't do that. If if you I'm have the opportunity to go get Deshaun Watson no. for a couple no. first-round picks, you got to hop on it. You can't no. just sit there and hope that Tua winds up. Oh, I'm sure. I said four. I'm not sending the whole farm, dude. Get out of here. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on to the conference championship. All right. Sunday, January 24th at 3 Someone can't handle a little critiquing to his starting quarterback. Jesus. Where All, are we? I'm a little upset that these games are both on Sunday. I wish one was – I wish it was, a, you know, Saturday night, Sunday, but – The Saturday games were nice. Also, though, I think McGregor fights on Saturday night, so actually this yeah. – this, never mind. Everything's fine. We're all good. All right, John. All right. Sunday, 3.05, what do we got? We got Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, traveling to Lambeau Field, taking on the Green Bay Packers. The spread's 3.5. I saw it bounced around between, I think, 3 and 3.5 three and all week. A uh, little upset at myself because I didn't get it at 3, and I was told it was at 3, I think, yesterday. But 3.5, uh, Green Bay's favor, total's 51. 58% on Green Bay right now, 76% on the over, but uh, 60% of the money's on the under. So that's yeah. interesting. The the bets and money split for the side in Green Bay, and also it's barely majority. It's pretty negligible. This one's pretty split on the side. So a couple of notes before we get into our picks, but as of right now, there's not supposed to be any expected snow or egregious wind. Uh, it is Brady's third time going to Lambeau. But first time since I think like 2014. Uh, and then another stat out there for people who bet trends over the past 10 seasons, uh, Rogers best quarterback against the spread in the playoffs. Can you guys name numbers two and three? One of them is still in the league. One of them's retired. Last 10 years, 10 seasons. Probably Brady and Peyton, dude. Oh. Joe Flacco and Eli Manning, two and oh. three on that list. Wow. <laughs> People, if, people if everyone knew that about Flacco, then the, he would, they would know he's elite. Yeah, he is elite. Uh, but I agree that I think Green Bay does feel a little bit like the team of destiny this year. Bills have a little bit of that going for him, too. But uh, it, it seems right that Rodgers needs to win another ring. And I think this is the this would be the year he does it. However, like I said earlier, I'll be taking Tampa Bay plus three and a half. Tampa Bay money wow. line. And I think I'm also going to play the under, although I'm probably going to hold off and see how that number moves and the weather report. I'm seeing, I, I'm seeing that on AccuWeather, it's given a chance of snow on Sunday. 0.2 inches in Green Bay. Situation monitor. I hope it snows. Chad, go ahead. I am going to go Green Bay minus – it's at three and a half. I'm going to wait, see what happens with that. Um, I'm also eyeing the under, maybe a little teaser, a six-point teaser. I uh, could tickle my balls on that one. Remains to be seen there. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've got. Chad, uh, I, you know what? I don't even want to hear John's picks at this point. I just, I don't. I really don't. Can we go on to the next game? I'm going to take Green Bay minus three and a half, and I'm going to take the under 51. 
for small action with Chad here. Automatic uh, <laughs> so L. Yeah, so we're uh, probably gonna lose this one, but it's okay. I this is a situation I will not play around with that half though. If it if it doesn't get down to three and a half again, I will buy the I will buy it down to three. Um, and that that under is gonna be a unit. That side is gonna be more than a unit. But I'm not going to allow myself what, what, to lose money. What's the juice you're willing to pay for that three? Minus 140. Well, yeah, it's going to be 135 probably is, is, I think, what it usually goes up to. Sometimes you fine. get lucky and it's like minus 125, minus 120. Yeah, if we, if we, yeah, uh, that's a no-brainer if it's down that low. Um, but we'll keep watching. It could go back to three without even needing to buy it. So we'll see. Second game. It's funny. They put the old guys in the early game. I'm not surprised they put the young guys in the late game. I wonder if that was planned ahead of time or as a result of the matchup. Buffalo travels to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was a full participant in practice today. Chiefs are minus three. The total is 54. The people on Buffalo, it looks like, are here early, Connor. I'm sure you're looking at the same data. Uh, 54% uh, with 61% of the money on Buffalo. And then people are on 60% of the under, but the money is 57% on the over. So that's another interesting split on the total in both games. So I typically try to avoid trends. This total's gone. This total's gone up by four points. I yeah, I'm not a trend guy. It's, it's I don't not. try to avoid them, but I don't. A lot. I like they. They rarely influence my bets. But Buffalo seems to have been running. They're just running so hot. Against the spread. I know they didn't cover against Indy, but aside from that, I think they've covered like eight of their last nine. Kansas City, I don't think, is covered in about ten games. I'm on the Chiefs minus three, and I just, like I said earlier, Mahomes is going to play. They'll, they'll find a way to let him play. Um, I'll be on that minus three. I don't have a play on the total. Um I could see it going under very easily, but these offenses are too high-powered. I just don't. That's just not an enjoyable under to bet on. So I will be on KC minus three. I will also be on KC minus three. Um, I I think the spread's going to go up as the week moves on, so I am locking that in momentarily. Um, I just... I, I think the run game of Kansas City is going to be the difference in this game. If you look back to their first matchup earlier in the year, Kansas City ran the ball all over Buffalo. There is nothing they could do about it. Uh, not going to say they're going to run the ball with the same amount of success this time around, but Kansas City just has that ability to do what they want on offense. In this game, they're going to look to slow it down a bit to keep the ball Um on offense and out of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs' hands. Um, and, and Andy Reid's a crazy son of a bitch. So expect some uh, some big plays from Kansas City on offense. And I think they do enough to win by between, I would say, 7, and ten, seven to 10 points. Taking the Bills plus three here. Um, I, I would take their money line. I don't need to. I've got a future bet on the pack. Well, we'll see what happens in the Packers game. I got a future bet here from I think the week before divisional round Packers Bills plus 725 future Super Bowl matchup. 
So I essentially have a one-unit parlay to win about seven, which now if you did that parlay for you, I think it only wins like two. So good good on me for taking that and those teams actually winning. But uh, I'm going to double down on both. I said I was taking the pack. I'm going to take the Bills spreads. I'm also not touching this total. I that's That's a disgusting number. I don't know what to do with that. 54 is a gross number. Um, but man, this is, this this is two very exciting matchups Two probably the two best matchups you could have hoped for on each side. I don't know. I don't know if there is a better conference championship round that people were envisioning, but this is, this is going to be fun. I'm really excited and any Super Bowl. Well, the, obviously some Super Bowl matchups might be better than others. A, a Tampa Bay, Kansas city might get, might get old quick with just all the Mahomes and Tom Brady slobbering by the media, but. I mean, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I will say I'm rooting for a, a Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl. That would be fun. Yeah. No doubt. I'll um, tell you, another interesting narrative, Bill's Bucks, if Brady beat them again, that's just like... Yeah, that, I mean, that, anything's going to be, gonna be really interesting. It's we're, we're fortunate. We're blessed here early in 2021 with uh, only really... Good outcomes, and if you're a gambling, if you're a gambler, do it responsibly. You might have better outcomes than others that you're hoping for. Call one eight hundred gambling if you have a problem. Um, all right, we're gonna cut to a break with AJ, um, and we'll be right back. You know what, John? You need to sit back for a second, lick my belly button, and just listen because you came after me earlier on the show. And didn't even give me a goddamn chance to respond. So I'd like to say something. We're talking about Josh Allen here. How I said, you know, two years ago, couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. And guess what? He couldn't. And you know what? I am a firm believer this is an outlier of a season for Josh Allen. This is oh the best season God. he will ever have. So don't sit here and tell me I was completely wrong on Josh Allen. I want to see him follow it up with another year like he had this year before you can even start to slander my name with things that I said two years ago. So we'll wait and see there. And in regards to Tua, Tua could have outlier years as well. I'm just not sold that he will ever be a top 10 quarterback. Yes, he could have top 10 years, but I'm not sold. If you have the opportunity to go and get Deshaun Watson, who is a top five quarterback in the NFL, is 25 years old and is just an absolute superstar, you go and do it. If you, you know, there's a certain point where it may not be feasible if it's five first round picks, but you got to do everything you can to make this deal happen. If there's a chance he can go to the Jets and or Patriots. Not and the Patriots because he couldn't go to both teams. But you get what I'm saying. So, again, John, lick my belly button, you son of a bitch. We're going to a break. All right. Thank you, AJ. Um, let's turn our attention to college basketball now. Um, college basketball heating up as college football has come to a close for 2020-2021. And... Um, at this point, is it safe to say it's Baylor, Gonzaga, and then everyone else? That's kind of how it's looking. Um, Gonzaga, me, Baylor, are... then everyone else. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, who, who yeah. do you guys... Uh, they're clearly the two best. Baylor not covering the other night was one of the worst beats that you can ever... <laughs> thank 
thank Christ I had eight. If I uh, so I pushed. If I had eight and a half, oh man, that's where I they closed at. Woo! Oh man, my, I would have bought my, the hook though. I always my, buy the hook. Uh, that shit was was that that hoops backboard broken that guy threw it a thousand miles per hour and it like barely clanged the second he released that i'm like and he's that is in i can't believe he banked it that was so dumb i love the viral video the guy in the corner bottom corner of the screen clearly had eight and a half that sucked but baylor is really damn good um gonzaga is really damn good i uh the the guy on baylor whose name is just uh can't I can't pronounce it. Aaron it Butler? That. No, 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 no. The guy on oh. Baylor, the big man whose name I can't I can't pronounce it. It's just yeah, it's about it's the first and last name, names. so many consonants. Um I they match they're gonna match up well like with uh with Gonzaga's bigs Suggs. I know he's not a big, but I, it's gonna be fun. Are that they gonna reschedule the uh are they gonna reschedule the regular season game they postponed earlier in the year? I doubt it. Since it's not a conference game, I don't really see it happening. But uh, that was like the first time I've ever really watched a full Baylor game. For whatever reason, they're always on at like noon on a Saturday or just like not yeah. national TV. Yeah. Jared Butler is a absolute baller. He's a that dog. That kid he is miss. legit. What? No. Doesn't miss. And they have the what's the big guy's name? Vidal. Something like that, Vital. Yeah. Am I making that up? Number eleven. No, no, that's his name. Um. Yeah. But I, I, I wish they would reschedule that. At the point though, it's getting later in the year, and they know they're going to see each other deep in the in the tournament. They probably won't schedule it. But I could have sworn the coaches said oh. that they were going to do all they could to reschedule it. Probably waited a little too long. So looking forward, I know they recently announced the they updated the March Madness schedule. Um, I don't think there's going to be any games on that Thursday anymore. I could be mistaken. It's the first four on the Thursday, I believe, and then Friday, Saturday's round one, Sunday, Monday's round two. So it's a little bit different. So my question is, they're obviously playing in a bubble uh, with no fans. I am of the opinion that pretty much every single favorite is going to win i don't know why i feel like the dogs a lot of times they benefit because everyone at those games that doesn't have a side in the fight they always root for the dog Mm -hmm. um i just i think the favorites are going to come out and 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 you know like the fans it makes it this huge deal for these smaller schools i don't know if they'll have the same level of motivation anymore it's gonna be a different energy for sure it, that I'll tell you what, betting March Madness this year might be an absolute blood fest. Oh, it always is. <laughs> it always is. Uh, a team I'm still high on, even though they, they lost Texas Tech last week. I still love the Texas Longhorns. I think they're rock solid all around. They played really stingy defense. Greg Coleman Brown's had a really bad offensive game against yeah. Tech. Yeah, they couldn't. they could not do anything in the last two or three minutes. McClung hits an unbelievable shot. I mean... The, they're still a very, very good basketball team. Iowa, if Iowa could just play, and they've played better defense. If they could play defense, they're, they're a deadly offensive team. Gars is as good as anyone. So they're going to be right right in the thick of it, I think. I think one of you said that you didn't like Iowa, though. Am I mistaken? It would have been Connor, I, not I. 
I might be wrong. I might be thinking of someone else. Oh, well, the, the the problem with Iowa, I do think they're one of the best offensive teams ever. But Gars is a liability on defense. That guy can't move. Yeah, I mean, their defense is, is pretty sharp. You know what <laughs> was shocking was Tennessee getting just boat raced by Florida last night. They lost by about they 30. They got Molly Wallace. Uh, oh, my God. That was shocking. Um, it, it's Duke's interesting. a really bad team. Duke's Duke a really a, bad team. Officially a bad team. They're legitimate. Yeah, Pitt, Pitt is pretty damn good. But it's not even that. Duke is they're bad. They're they're just they don't care this year. I Coach K had those comments earlier in the year. I think that the team saw that and they kind of just you know, this season doesn't matter. Kentucky, bad team. Kansas is still playing hard. They've had some tough losses. They just don't have the talent that we're typically accustomed with with Kansas. But Duke, UNC, Kentucky are are legitimately not good teams. This, and it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if, yeah. if all three of them missed the tournament. You know, you know who's, you know who's a problem right now. Team that team to keep an eye on. They're a problem. Wait, are you gonna take my team? Florida State. Yeah. Alabama Crimson Tide. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Their last six games, they take out Tennessee on the road by eight. They beat Florida at home by 15. They beat Auburn on the road by four. They beat Kentucky on the road by 20. They beat Arkansas at home by 31. And they beat LSU last night on the road. And they put up 105 points, win by 30. They are the hottest team over six games that I think we've seen. And I, th- these margins of victory against the teams they're playing, who are all very solid teams, is just insane. insane. So I want to make a couple of notes of, about Alabama. Number one, their head coach, former University of Buffalo head coach, Eight Nate Oates. Oates. He's doing a phenomenal job. Oh, Number two, LSU was tied for first in the SEC last night. They got absolutely steamrolled. And I turned that game on. This guy, John Petty the third for Alabama. He's apparently the school's all-time leading three-pointer. Starts dude, the game seven for seven from deep. That Petty's was unbelievable. Been, I think Petty's been there for about seven years, eight years now. <laughs> he, he's approaching Perry Ellis territory for me. I mean, I, I don't know. You guys I don't might not watch as much SC basketball. Petty has been there forever. Forever. He was there when Colin Sexton was there. Maybe even before that. Like, he's been there for a while. Oh, so my God. And they, St. They, Joe's is going into a second overtime. Just absolute disaster here. I just danger. need this game to end. Petty, Petty is the type of player you need in March. Bama is going to be very dangerous in the tournament. To, I mean, if I they have, can shoot like that, who's, who can beat them? Seriously. Like, last night, LSU yeah. didn't stand a chance. No one. No, they could have played. They honestly... You play like that, you can you can beat anyone. You, ba- Baylor and Gonzaga would have problems if you're going to shoot the ball that well. Anyone would. Anyone would. They play fast. I have my um, seventh rounders auto fade team of the year. That is because it is my national championship pick at the moment. That is the Florida State Seminoles. Connor just hit on it. Just a solid basketball team. You know, hot as of late, putting it together. They beat Louisville on the road by seven, who's arguably one of the best teams in the ACC. They beat Carolina as well by um, seven, and then they beat NC State um, by 32. So Florida State right now is my national title pick, so fade them at all costs. 
Um, talk so let's get into talk about tips. an auto fade. An auto fade is the Louisville Cardinal. I bet them maybe four times this year, and they get stomped every single time. But they somehow have like nine or ten wins, so I I don't really know about them. To Florida State, Leonard Hamilton, one of the best coaches in the ACC, maybe the country. Uh, he's phenomenal down there. Uh, I, but you're crazy for picking any team that's not named Gonzaga to win the national championship at this point, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And couple I'm upsets. Crazy. Couple so, upsets tonight, I was going to say. Creighton just lost to Providence at home. Uh, I think that's Creighton's fourth or fifth loss. I don't really know about them. They're tough to figure out. Yeah, that know that their best player, Zagorowski's been yeah. out for a while. I think he came back tonight, but they'll be uh, all right. Villanova played their first game in like four weeks last night, I swear. And St. Louis hasn't played. St. Louis is playing their first A-10 game this weekend because of COVID, insane. which is crazy. Um, yeah, I was going to say Villanova's been very quiet, and then that they have had, I think they've had, like, two pretty lengthy breaks because of COVID. Could be wrong. Um, All right, you guys ready to do some picks? Let's do it. John's up 4-1. This is week six of the picks. We're looking at the Thursday well, it's slate. Guess the spread, really. Yes. Yeah. You're picking the spreads. Well. So sassy, you little cream pie. All right, first up, Stanford. <laughs> Stanford is eight and five. They're home against eleven and three. USC. John, are you accepting the first picker, deferring to the second? I'm gonna accept it. UCLA minus five. <laughs> UCLA is not a team in this game. We have Stanford eight and five at home against USC, who is eleven oh. and three. I thought you said I thought you said UCLA. USC minus three. USC's at home, correct? Oh, on the road. Stanford was was hot early. I remember betting on them a lot early in the season. They they kind of fell off. Um, I will go USC minus one. USC minus three and a half. John is on the board quickly. I was confident in that. Next, uh, big next goal stop, here. we have – oh, my goodness. John, stop interrupting. We have Moorhead State. They are 9-6 and six at home against Southeast Missouri State, who is 4-8. and eight. What, was the, what was the first team's record? Moorhead State is 9-6 and six at home. I'll go Moorhead State minus 8.5. Moorhead State minus 11. It is Moorhead State minus seven and a half. Connor wow. is on the board. Next up, we have Penn State. They are at home. They are three and six against seven and five Rutgers. <laughs> Penn State kind of stinks. Uh, Rutgers minus six. Rutgers is a good team. Ron Harper is a good player. Um, I will go Rockers minus five and a half because I need the points. It is a pick 'em. Connor is up to one. John is beside himself right now. That's Utterly a weird that might have to be that might have to 
I would say we should just hammer that line, but that scares me. Something's going on there. That's a hammer Penn State. Flags everywhere. Flags flying everywhere for hammer Penn State. Vegas wants you to All right, next up. We have Iowa at home. They are 12-2 against 8-6 Indiana. I'm going to go Iowa minus 6.5. Iowa minus 8. Iowa minus ten and a half. Damn, big line. Two Connor two. Went low there. I was gonna go. I was initially gonna go like nine. So head was in the right spot. Rubber two, two. match. Rubber match here. Doesn't happen often. Yeah. Pepperdine, who is five and six, <laughs> they are at home against Pacific, who is five and one. Oh my god! They only played six games. Yeah. I had just almost forgotten about what Pepperdine did to me early in the season. Just a horrendous triple overtime beat. Almost similar to what you're experiencing tonight, but probably worse. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go pick them. Yeah, I don't like that. They've, they've only played six games. Uh, I'll go Pepperdine minus two. It is. <laughs> Pepperdine minus one and a half. Oh Let's my go. god, dude! Connor's on the board, and it and is Pep- four two. And and I knew when Pepperdine came out, I had a and chance. Pepperdine finds a way to fuck me by a half point again. I mean, you just can't, you cannot write it up. You can't make these things up. That's unbelievable. Wow! 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 So let's move on quickly to the NHL, the National Hockey League. Um, uh, where to start here? We have our first bout with COVID. That is the Hurricanes. Um, are they, they've got to be missing games. No, there've been other teams with bouts. I don't think they're the first team. But nonetheless, we have right now Toronto's four and three. They're leading the North. Philly's four and three. They're leading. No, I am way off with these. I'm sorry. Toronto is three and one. Philly is three and one. They lead the East. Tampa Bay is two and zero. Oh. They currently lead the Central. And the Vegas Golden Knights are three and zero. Oh. They are leading the West. Um. Pretty much as expected throughout. Philly, Philly's a damn good hockey team. I don't know if there'll be enough to. Uh, Boston's one and one. I think Boston's still the favorite in the East, um, but Toronto's going to be tough to beat in the North. Tampa Bay in the Central, and then Vegas in the West. Um, John, what are your thoughts early on in this hockey season? Uh, it's too early to tell. I mean. We're not even a week into the year. Teams have played four games. And a lot of them are uh, honestly beating up on each other. I think it's just way too early to tell. Um, The Sabres are tied for last year with the Rangers in the East right now, although I think they've played better than what their point tally is. Uh, I mean, the first line in the power plays look fantastic. They have just been unable to bury goals. and honestly, Chad, you were, you know, I think yesterday around 12 o'clock, you said something about going to the Stanley Cup. They keep playing like that. And it's like 8 p.m. And now you're saying, oh, back to being the worst team ever. So that's just, it's just a classic move by you. Uh, but it's just like 
They've played the well. Chad overreacting? Chad overreacting? That never happens. Never they, outplayed, they outplayed the Caps in their second game, but they only scored one goal. They couldn't finish their chances that they had plenty of. Same thing against the Flyers, uh, and they couldn't score uh, in the second game after having one of the best games in the last 10 years for the Sabres start to finish. So I think they they eventually need to get back a few games where they get outplayed. Uh, they're going to have to win some of those. And then you get right back to where it is. But that's hockey. That's the way it is. It's, it's, a, it's a sport of bounces. It's a sport of luck. Right place, right time. We'll see what happens. It's a long season. It's very early. We saw that one year the Sabres won like 16 games in a row out of absolutely nowhere. Um, you never know. Listen, man, if it was the Lightning and they lost a couple when they were out playing teams, I get it. But you just, I can't. I have no patience with the Sabres. It's the same shit every no, year. You have no patience. Oh. Just end the sentence that you have no patience. I I don't have any patience, and you they've don't. been a bad hockey team for ten years. And the, the what, what do we think is going to change this year? They they bring in yeah, one yeah. other good player. Their defense is still bullshit. Their goalie is still bullshit. They haven't even been. They I'm, haven't even had a real chance to get get going under Kruger's system yet. Really, they had a, they they were playing last year, and then the season got ended early because of COVID, and they missed the playoffs. Yeah, they weren't playing well, but they haven't had a full year. Still. You're just so quick to judge. You just got to let things happen a little bit. We Rome saw enough for Kruger last year. Rome wasn't built one day. Rome wasn't built one day. It also didn't take a millennium. <laughs> I mean. I know. I mean, dude. but that, that's you, now you're factoring. You got to reset the millennium and you get a new coach, new all this uh-huh. bullshit. And we got a new. Taylor Hall is flying around, though. He is a good player. We're, we're lucky to have him. We, we'll see. we need do need to, I think we can agree in the in the fact that we got to see more from Dolly and this is year three um, and he has not been good thus far. I expected him to take a step last year in year two. We didn't do that. I haven't given up hope, uh, but definitely not. I think we, you're being a, that's harsh. I think it's a little harsh. So I've seen uh, the Sabres mix up their lines a little bit already. Do we have a favorite? Oh, you got to keep Eichel Hall and Reinhardt together for sure. You can't split those three up. I, 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 I'm mixed with that. I just, I agree with John that that line is one of the best in the National Hockey League if they keep those three guys together. But that's just killing their second and third line. I just, where are their scoring opportunities going to come from when those guys aren't on the ice? Is my only concern there. I mean, the line of, like, Skinner, Stahl, and um, the, the rookie is just this sinfully slow line. Uh, I, I see Kruger continuing to mix it up. I don't. I, I think you'll see some of, you know, Hall on the second line at times. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but, you know, Montour's got to play better. Risto is Risto at this point in his career. Um so it's the Sabers. What what else is there to say? You know, they're just gonna drive you crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's listen, man. My I I think I tweeted this. My my winter and spring consists of watching the Sabers, the Kings, and Syracuse basketball. It doesn't get much worse than that, right? It doesn't. 
I don't think it can get much worse than just being tortured five out of seven nights a week. I get to start <laughs> by going up to blistery old Syracuse, New York to watch Jim Beheim just screw his team every way possible. Then oh, let's throw a late night Kings game when I have nothing else to watch. And let's watch De'Aaron put up 43 and the rest of the team put up a combined about 40 points and lose by 35. And then, oh, let's go watch the Sabres, you know, play well but lose another game. There's just not a whole lot of winning for me right now. So there's not you, a you lot. You know that the, the, the Kings are, if they hold pace this year, they will have the worst defense in NBA history. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's literally you could put us three out there and it may be more effective. <laughs> Marvin Bagley might be the worst defender I've ever seen. I mean, it's just like, boys, there are two two parts to a basketball game. There's offense and there's defense. I know offense is pretty, but you actually have to stop the teams to be in games. And they haven't figured that out yet. They're young. I'll give them that. Yeah, I'll try and be a little more patient, which isn't in my DNA. Hopefully they figure out, you know, the side of the court when the other team has the basketball, you're supposed to stop them from putting it in the hoop. Which is something I thought we learned, you know, back in the uh, the third grade. But uh, for some people, it takes time. So we'll see. We'll see. They've allowed 140 I, points, I think, in, <laughs> in like four of their last seven games or something ridiculous like that. It, it's a sight. And I, for some reason, still turn it on every goddamn time they play. I'll be, turning it on. I'll be turning it on tonight to watch them. And they get to play the Clippers. Lucky me. I'm sure this one will be a close match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always tell myself I just got to move on. I got to pick another team. I just don't do it. I just screw myself every year. It's my own fault. My own goddamn fault. I mean, Christ, I get so caught up in, you know, De'Aaron Fox, Jack Eichel, you know, and then it's like, well, one player doesn't exactly matter when I'm watching horse shit on the rest of the, you know, rest of the court. So. Oh my God. I just aged three years talking about those teams. I never want to talk about them again, quite frankly. All right. Syracuse um, yeah. actually got a really good win against Miami. They did. Jim, Jimmy B finally listened to me and played the right players. So that's a start. I mean, I should honestly GM some of these teams. It's such a laughing stock. Hire me. I I'll get the job done. Christ. A stock of laugh. Yeah. Chad, you've won me over with laughs. I'm ready to drop into Verdansk. I think it's time. All right. And with that, we sail off into the sunset. Shorter epi tonight. We love you all. Um, John, I know we, you know, we're battling with each other a little bit tonight, but it's all in love. Um, I don't know what you're talking you. about. Um, you know, you know what really just irked me this episode was bringing up Syracuse, New York again. We really got to stop doing that. We really got to stop. I got to imagine it's cold and gray and sloshy up there right now. And on that note, folks, we need to take care of business in the dance. I'm going to get about 25 to 34 snipes with the car, 98, right between the eyes. Good night. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.